Welcome to Warm and Fuzzy, where we chat all things pop culture, movies, music, and moments from history we simply can't forget. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warm and Fuzzy. I am your host, Shane. I am your co-host, Amelia. How are you, Miss Amelia? Oh my God, my heart. I'm having like heart palpitations from all the drama that we have been seeing this morning. The drama of it all. I woke up and the world chose violence and I'm just embracing it and we're just rolling with it, right? I'm loving it. I can't wait to chat about it more, but first and foremost, how are ya? I'm good. Yeah. Um, I have been decluttering and cleaning as we discussed earlier. Yeah. I am, um, as everyone knows... Or some of you may know I work in beauty um, and so I have a constant influx of beauty products and I can never use them up, you know, like I hang on to them because I know that I should talk about them, but then I eventually forget about them Mm -hmm. and it'll be like two years. Like I found a foundation today. But I think this is the brand's fault. I oh found no. a foundation today that expired in 2020, <gasps> but I think I actually received it end of 2020. So I'm so like, it was, like it was already expired. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so I did a massive decluttering, um, mm-hmm. feeling really good, uh, swept the balcony, just Cute. in my housewife era. Yeah. Really. I love that. And yeah. I always, for guys for reference, I always get first dibs on the scraps. So mm-hmm. <laughs> not even the scraps because there's like, I was ruthless. Like, yeah, you know that I have like a trunk in my room that holds all of the product that will not fit in cupboards. Yeah. And I emptied that trunk. Yeah. She's cold. Yeah. I'm looking at it now and I'm already like visually knowing I'm going to go home with a bag of product. Oh, 100%. (laughs) And it's like, it's just depending on like what size bag that will be. Exactly. You know? She's going to be large. She's going to be large. (laughs) And we have large bags. Dead. Um, And then as for what I've been watching, um, I watched Daisy Jones and the Six in my um, decluttering stage last night. Yeah. So that is based on a book. I never read the book, um, but I saw the preview. It stars Riley Keough, um, Elvis's granddaughter. Yeah. Um, Your fave. Yeah, we love her. Yeah. Um, and it's good. It's got this 70s, almost famous type vibe. It's yeah. based, it's not based on anything, but it's kind of written sort of in the theme of Fleetwood Mac, you know, okay. like, you know, like how you have this really famous band and there's all this conflict and then like there's romantic relationships happening and it's influencing the music and it's all very tumultuous um and i really enjoyed it there's only three episodes at the moment um they dropped them all on amazon prime Mm. so i watched those three and so far so good it sounds good i'm gonna watch it it's great name an iconic like band or group that's never had a huge conflict like they always do there's always one pivotal moment it's like spice girls and ginger leaving Mm -hmm. like you know there's always one break off Mm. like even now even these like dumb bands like the one directions and the little mixes like the conflict and the drama of it all there is always one lone wolf there's always somebody who wants to leave and do a solo career yeah um, and then it just creates all this drama. And you know what's funny? It's always the one that wants to leave and do the solo career who I think has the most lackluster solo career. Like mm-hmm. I always think of Jerry Hallowell in comparison to like Sporty Spice mm-hmm. and Baby Spice. Um, and their careers were so much better. I feel like Baby Spice has really not done that much. I feel like the most I feel like the most successful out of all of them is Victoria Beckham, to yeah. be completely oh, honest. I think I think in regards to like music, general, yeah. yeah. Posh Spice, oh, my favourite, by the mm. way, we know. Um, if you're an OG listener, you know like Victoria Beckham's my life. Um But musically I think Mel C sporty. Agreed. Yeah. hundred percent. She had a song with Ricky Martin, didn't she? She did did I think and then she also did one with um John Bon Joe no Brian Adams yeah Brian Adams yeah baby when, when you're, you're gone. gone oh Bob <laughs> um <laughs> I turn to you the electro version it's like fantastic bitch, put me in a club sweaty 3 a.m that's the only time you'll catch me <laughs> at a club in three, at 3 a.m if that song is on <laughs> um but you are reminding me right now of the meme that came out during lockdown of Kermit the Frog swaying the gif. Yeah. And it's playing like Fleetwood Mac, but it's <laughs> Nelsie, baby, when you're gone. Or I Dad, turn to I you. I turn to you. I turn to, to you. you. <laughs> like a flower leaning towards the sun. Bob, 
I turn to you. But I will say that um, who's probably got the most satisfying life is probably Jerry Halliwell now being married to Christian Horner, living on a farm with her children. And she probably, I don't know that she does that much. Yeah. I feel like she just lives like that rich bitch life and then maybe goes to. She might make the odd appearance. Yeah. She'll go to like a charity lunch. Yeah. She's no like Lydia Millen country life, but it's like. It kind of looks like that though. Yeah. Like from what I see on Drive to Survive. Yeah. 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 But like we stan. I do love that Baby Spice. I love, um, oh my God, what's the song? What took you so long? What took you all night? What took you forever to see? I'm right. That is a bop. I don't remember that. <gasps> I don't remember any of We're Baby Spice. Okay. This I don't remember Baby Spice's solo career. I just remember though that when Jerry left, they had the uh, they had that song Holler, which is still one of my favorite. Bob. I want to make, make you, you holler and make you scream my name. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. It's yeah. a great song. And I will say every time I listen to Viva Forever, tears. <gasps> I'll and that cry. and the video, they didn't the even video? film like an in-person video. No. It had to be like claymation. <laughs> they were done already. They were already done. <laughs> <laughs> they were done already. They were claymation fairies. You know what I mean? Do you remember where you were when you found out that the Spice Girls were disbanding? I was at home when I found out and I like cried. Oh my God. I was on holiday in Sydney with my family. Dead. It was like school holidays and we were visiting. Yeah, we were just like shopping. And then I remember we found yeah. out and my brother was like sucked in. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> that was the beginning of the feud between you and your brother. Me and my brother. Me, Julian always chooses when he when he comes for me. It's like always he chooses violence, oh. not physical violence. <laughs> it's emotional. It's emotional warfare. <laughs> I'm Good dead. Lord. Yeah, but it was like a depressing day. It was in the world. Um, did you get the TikTok I sent you about Justin Timberlake and JC Chazé? Oh my god, I haven't seen it. Let me show Because I'm logged now. into the um I'm logged into the woman fuzzy. I think oh, I'm okay. fuzzy TikTok. So um sorry. Guys. Like speaking of like big bands like disbanding, I feel like Netflix ne- not Netflix, NSYNC never disbanded. They just kind of stopped. Disappeared. Yeah. Because Justin became the biggest star. Yeah. You know, and he was always like the big star. Mm. Even though JC Chazé is arguably the better vocalist. I agree. So let me show you this. I feel like you're a JC Stan or a Justin Stan, right? And I feel like I was more of a Justin Stan just okay, because of that's the way that culture Britney, was pushing me. Yeah, the Britney narrative. And yeah. we were like probably more attuned to be Justin Stans. But I but remember I, listening to NSYNC and not really like gravitating to anyone. To be really honest, I was probably more of a Backstreet Boy fan. Same. When yeah. it when it like comes down to the music and you know like Backstreet Back, Backstreet's Back is such a bop. Um, My mom was a NSYNC fan before anybody else in our family was. Sad. Like we were all Backstreet Boys, and then NSYNC came out, and she was like, "Oh, this is fun." <laughs> yeah. My favorite song of theirs is um, I don't know the name of the song. Tearing up my heart. No. Girlfriend. Yeah, Girlfriend. And it's got to be the remix yeah. with Nelly. Yes. Iconic. It's Girlfriend. And then it's funny you say, like, I prefer Justin as a solo artist. Because he had all the budget and all the, the producers. Of, yeah. Like, I'm sure I've told this story on the podcast before. My first single I brought was Senorita mm-hmm. with Justin Timberlake and Pharrell. Um, and my brother took it, frisbeed it in the wall and it, crashed and it broke we have a double brick house so your like, brother chooses violence <laughs> too <laughs> literally <laughs> he took it he frisbeed it and it <gasps> smashed into pieces and i was devastated devastated was this to target you or did he really just dislike justin timberlake to target me i think in relation probably to something annoying i'd done <laughs> ruthless i know took wow. it out of my discman frisbeed it i just used to go into my brother's room and use his stereo and Dead. like, and that was me choosing violence. Yeah. Like just the sneaky little bitch shit that I would do where I would yeah. just like go into his room. He would go outside and play and I'm like, okay, you've left the house. So I'm claiming your room. Yeah. And I'd go into his room, use his CD player. And then we'd be pumping like Spice Girls. And he'd <laughs> come home that. and he'd be like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of my room. And I'm like, no, I'm here. I shared a room with my oldest brother and he had a five 
disc disc man oh. and I have five disc stereo sorry mm. and I was like oh I am living a life yeah like, let me put in yeah. sister to sister <laughs> spice girls all saints little mix Dead. The whole and thing. he'd come home and he'd be like what is all this shit in my stereo and I'm like these are pop classics how dare you classics. yeah he was listening to like Eminem and Tupac you know which are bops. Which we like, stand. But yeah, but it's like I we also... We need pop. Yeah, I needed to hunt it up a little, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Jason so killed good. That but by like, that vocal is just untouched. Yeah, it's untouched. insane. But this is the thing, like, you have... and. This is where I struggle with the whole like NSYNC, like who was the leader of the group because it was positioned that it was Justin, but Mm. in the beginning it was really JC. JC, yeah. Like he's lead vocalist, he's got the stronger voice, they would put him at the front for videos. Yeah. But then slowly, slowly Justin kind of like made his way. And it was definitely like, I think it was definitely the Britney discourse, which we know he used. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole. We can. But, like, we know he used Britney to essentially propel his own career and use the discourse of their breaking up to, like, benefit. Especially his solo career. Monetarily and, yeah, fame-wise, mm. discourse then. Um, so, I believe that 100%. And, and if only, like, JC had been given, like, the right producers, the the budget, mm-hmm. he would have had bangers. Yeah. Instead of Adidas. I feel like... All day long, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was, all day long I dream about Dead. <laughs> iconic. Um, that's iconic, though. <laughs> it's an iconic song. Um, <laughs> um, I think... I agree. I think all the other boys got done really dirty as well. Because, like, NSYNC wasn't like a Pussycat doll situation where, like, it was really Nicole singing, featuring Melody. Mm. You know what I mean? They were all, like, quite talented. Yeah. And some were justified to be backups. Others were, you Joey know Fatone. what I mean? Yeah, Joey <laughs> Fatone. But he was there for the look, you know? Exactly. <laughs> he was there, Kevin. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, I agree. I think... Justin definitely got pushed to a limit he may not have deserved, you know? Well, he was just like, he was the one that they knew would be the biggest star. Yeah. And... They were like, swap it out. It was very like, if you've seen Dreamgirls for reference, it was very like Jennifer... It was very Jennifer Beyonce yeah. um, dynamic where like Jennifer started off on top and then Beyonce's like the look. Mm-hmm. And like... Vocally, a little bit more palatable, right? Because it's like she's more like she can kind of do a little bit less, but she does it with like it's a bit smoother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe that's like the difference between JC and Justin, right? JC can really belt it out, but Justin's maybe a little bit more like palatable and like. Mm. I think it might also have been an age thing because yeah. JC looks older. Yeah. So he would have been appreciated more by the older millennials. Yeah. Um, but Justin would have more longevity because he was mm. quite a bit younger than JC. Justin Timberlake's a little bit of a dog in my eyes. Like, Oh, I, no, well, we I don't think, like him now. No, no. And I think as well, like, he's forever, in my eyes, too good for the women he's with. Like, Jessica Biel, to me, is Not like, good enough for the women he's with. Not good enough for the women he's with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did I say too good? Yeah. Oh! But. Oh, um, Jessica Biel to me is just like so untouchable. I just think she's so stunning. A queen. She's a great actress. You know, like Seventh Heaven, which we had Rocky. to dis- we had to discover. We had to discover. She had we to had work to for it. Totally. That TV show that I haven't watched since season Same. one because she was in it. Yeah. I forget the name of the TV show now, but I haven't watched it since season one because they were like, "She's not coming back." I was like, "Okay, I'm done." Is it? Wasn't she in like two? I never watched it, but I know that she was meant to be really good in it. Yeah, she was really, really good in it. Yeah. Um, and even like I well. think of well, I think of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the remake, such a good remake. Mm. Of her in it. Like, I just think Jessica Biel is great and Justin Timberlake doesn't deserve her. Well, no, especially after cheating on her with his co-star in New Orleans. Well, yeah, allegedly, right? Or is that confirmed? (sighs) Oh, I don't know. I think it's alleged, but I'm sure. It's alleged. I mean, but we did see video of him just being like hella sloppy. Yeah, yeah. And he seems like the man that would try and clutch at his youth and his straws and his like, his former 
boy band cuteness. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Schwartz vibes. Schwartz vibes. Mm. Very. I even think of like, shout out to all those gals at the Harry Styles concert. I was telling you yesterday. It was all the gals. We were the the only ones at home. We were the only ones that weren't there. (laughs) I'm not like a huge, like vocally. I think Harry Styles is so talented. I don't need to go to his concert. No, no. But I'll appreciate his music. Like I'll listen to it a lot on Spotify. And I appreciate like how hard he's worked to get where he is. Mm -hmm. And like, He's now at the point where I disassociate him with One Direction, right? Like, he's not to me. He's a separate entity. Totally. Like, I forget about One Direction all the time. Um, And for that, I think the fact that he could move forward from that, much like Victoria Beckham did with Spice Girls Mm -hmm. in the fashion space, right? Where, like, she's like... Mary Kate and Ashley with the road, yeah, how they've been able to separate themselves. Totally. From that. Yeah. Like I would align, I would say she's like as successful in that space as the girls, the twins, mm-hmm. Mary Kate and Ashley with the road. If not, like maybe more successful. Mm. But like Victoria Beckham is much more of like a it's like a more accessible price point. And she also didn't have to go into hiding to separate herself from her her pop star image. Yeah. Whereas Mary-Kate and Ashley have completely gone off the grid yeah. and only produce from the row from behind the scenes. Totally. Because they don't want to be associated with, you know. And the rebrand from like the Karen, from the Karen Bob and the mm. big and the big bolt-ons on her chest. <laughs> she got those ripped out. Yeah. She really did the high fashion makeover. And like I think Victoria Beckham's rebrand is one of my favorite rebrands on earth. She's yeah. always been like high to me like quite high end and posh spice, like you know what I mean? She's always been high end, but she got a little bit waggy for a couple of years. She got waggy in like the 2000s yeah. for sure, and like then with really that bleach hair. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we love. Yeah. We've completely gone off topic, but I love this topic. I love this. I could talk about NSYNC, Spice Girls for days on end. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch anything this week? So I've been watching more of maths. I don't know if I mentioned this in last week's podcast, but I've really gotten into Survivor. Did I mention that last yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, you okay. did. Okay. So I've been continuing to watch that. Um, the Hills, I'm up to season four. Mm. So I feel like this is where it gets really saucy because this is when like low kind of comes into the mix and you and I were discussing this and I don't know if we discussed it on mic or off mic. Off mic. Off mic. Because okay. I was like, just wait and see. Because you yeah. were like, I really like low. And I'm like, mm, wait, right, just like, wait. I always think of cute Laguna low. Yeah. And like, obviously that perception of her carried with me. As you watch the hills. the hills. Yeah. yeah. But now rewatching it as like a fully grown adult. Cause I don't think I've honestly rewatched it since I watched it real time. I don't think that I ever watched the latest seasons of the hills. Interesting. And like, so I feel like I only watched them when I was watching the Timmy and Whitney rewatch. Okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. Or like. So like, where do you think you stopped? Like season two or three? I think it was after season it must have been during season three where I stopped. Yeah. I feel like I probably just lost access to... This was maybe when I moved to Sydney. Yeah. And I lost access to Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you were like, bye. Yeah. Um, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been really interesting rewatching it and really seeing like how... Like she's a bit of a shunt. You know what I mean? She's like she's so mean to, to Audrina. So mean to Audrina. for no reason. No, for no reason. And I think Audrina also... Like I know I've said the D word about Audrina. I don't know if I've said that on mic or off mic again. Um, With the D word being dumb dumb? Yeah. <laughs> but I actually, re-watching it, I'm like, no, I don't think she's as dumb as I thought she was, you know? She's a little bit naive, but like, yeah, to... to I think she's maybe a little bit green to the world sometimes. And why she's that way, I don't know. Like, maybe she grew up, like, with a little bit of Mamie or whatever, but... um, I think... With Audrina, she wants to be loved so much yeah. and is willing to overlook Justin Bobby's like many, many indiscretions. Mm-hmm. Um, and But the thing is as well, like even when she started dating her ex-husband, Cor- Corey, mm-hmm. yeah, the girls were still mean to her, right? Yeah. I don't know. I do think that they were mean to her unnecessarily. Yeah. But I also think that she was really naive and yeah. she wouldn't she wouldn't just put her foot down about Justin Bobby's behavior. Totally. When she should have. Yeah. Because it's not like she was blind to it. It was happening right in front of her. Yeah. You know, like 
So yeah. Yeah, I will say the tra- the the transformation of Justin Bobby from like season three to season four when he cuts his hair. I was like, okay, <laughs> I see it, I see it, I see the attraction. <laughs> I didn't, and now I do. Yeah, dirty dog. And the dirty dog. And then like, I forgot the most random things like Lauren dating Doug. Yes. Random. The Doug. The Doug. The Doug of it all. Yeah, the Doug of it all. Um, her dating Doug. It's funny, like, I remember re-watching it as a teenager and thinking, like, these guys are not cute. But, like, even Brody Jenner, I'm like, oh, I see, like, you're quite handsome. Like, mm. I didn't see it before. Now I do. Really weird. And even now, I'm like, he is very good looking for someone that's, like, 40. It just, like, it gets clouded, though, as you get... Because you can recognise it when you get older, but then because we're more aware of, like, their shitty behaviour, yeah. it's like... It's, like, it, you're it's gross. like a brief moment. Yeah. You're like... Yeah. Oh, I see it. You're but you're also a terrible attract- person. <laughs> totally. It's like, I can sit there and say you're objectively quite attractive, but then also be like, you are a horrible human being mm-hmm. and I wouldn't like date you if my life depended on it. Yeah. You, you know? make terrible choices and hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, um, it's, it's been a really great rewatch. Um, and Josh and I really just like put it on when we aren't like really wanting to super engage with something, but Mm -hmm. like sit there, maybe like scroll on our phones a little bit and watch something at the same time because you don't need to be hyper engaged. Um, Like I'm even finding with Vanderpump Rules, which we're going to get into in a sec, if I pick up my phone for a minute, like I'm missing stuff. Yeah, you need to rewind it. I need to like, I need to be fully, like even with Housewives of Potomac, which I've been watching, like I think part three of the reunions coming out next week, like, this reunion has been heated. Like, maybe one of the most, like, on, like, because Potomac, like, so much, so much of it is, like, drama and rumour filled that it's like, you really need to pay attention or else mm, you get lost, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, I'm finding, like, Bravo is really turning it out. <laughs> like Yeah, they're really giving it everything yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there was, like, a bit of a lapse. Like, I feel like this season with Beverly Hills, it was, like, a bit, like, dragged on and like probably needed a little bit more energy and action um but yeah they're really like turning it out this well vanderpump has come back with a bang you know so it's just been non-stop from the start of this season totally till now and Um, on that yeah (laughs) let's get into our main topic get into it tom sandoval and Ariana Maddox are no more. They have split after he was caught allegedly cheating with co-star Raquel Levis. So Insider said Ariana broke up with Tom when she found out about the alleged infidelity earlier this week. There are unconfirmed rumors that Raquel sent Tom videos of her touching herself, which Ariana saw. Ariana has since deactivated her Instagram. Um, And they have been together since 2014 after he split with Kristen Doty. Yeah. And in saying that as well, people allege that Ariana and Tom were cheating with one another. When I mean, Dodie like said this repeatedly yeah. in those earlier seasons. Yeah. That- and it's like, oh, like, what do you call cheating in that incredibly toxic relationship? It's like it is cheating, but it's like they were both cheating on each other excessively so it's like it was a toxic relationship it's still inexcusable to inexcusable me. Like, cheating i agree is cheating, cheating yeah. is wrong yeah and we said this in our last episode i think or the episode before that where we kind of like I read, I read ariana a little bit because i was like you can't throw stones yeah at glass houses at glass houses they were both cheetah cheetah pumpkin eaters right mm. um and i feel sorry like and this is this is how I feel about Ariana and this is my stance on Ariana. I think I've been harsh, but I think for me, my dislike for Ariana comes from her continually defending Sandoval's horrible actions. Agreed. And she's even called herself out about it. Like she said um, on a podcast about the Miami girl mm-hmm. that like her defending Sandoval was wrong and the way he treated Kristen, like Dowdy. Yeah. Um, so she's like called herself out and corrected herself about it. But I also think as well, like you've said it after the fact to like a podcast, which thousands or hundreds yeah, of Yeah, but everybody's allowed to have that. Totally. You're allowed hindsight. to reflect. Yeah, yeah. You're allowed to reflect. But um, yeah, I'm just like, I think my biggest issue with Ariana was 
coming further into the seasons, like I loved her and Sandoval originally, but coming later into the seasons, yeah, my issue with her was always Sandoval and his ho- the horrible way he treated um, Katie and, mm-hmm. you know, the people around him and like just like putting people on blast for like yeah. dumb stuff. And like blindly backing him mm-hmm. because and that's what you do because that's your partner and that's what I've previously said about Ariana as well yeah is that she did kind of like frustrate me in those later seasons because it was like stop standing up for him like he's made a terrible choice like yeah. he said some really awful things call him out call but him also out. we don't know what goes on behind closed doors totally. like maybe she does call him out and maybe yeah. that's you know something that they discuss but i also don't know like if she is calling her out behind if she is calling him out behind closed doors surely production would have caught it and been like you know what i mean i'm sure they would have utilized that mm. you yeah. know what i mean yeah um so i'm like i don't know if she was calling him out i would love to hear from ariana and like i would love for her to weigh in on it um but yeah it's like really interesting to me mm. Um, I'm kind of not surprised though that Sandoval did cheat on Ariana, like because he has cheated in the past, as we know, on Dodie with Ariana allegedly. Yeah. Um, with Miami Girl, which is an earlier season, season three, mm-hmm. um, storyline. So what happened was um, Jax had said that he was aware um, that Sandoval had cheated on Dodie. Yeah. With this girl from Miami. Um, and then Kristen brought the girl from Miami yeah. to Sir. And this is where she got in a fight with the manager. She like rocked up. She's smoking. Like she's like puffing that cigarette being like, <laughs> fuck off. Like go back inside. Be gone. When she gets told to like get off the fucking premises. Yeah. She's creating a scene. Yeah. Um, and in that episode, Sandoval and Ariana actually leave Sir and they go to another Um, And Ariana came out in an interview with Us Weekly in 2021 where she said that she wishes um, that she had actually stayed Mm -hmm. to hear what was going on on. and to actually ask Jax what the fuck was happening. Yeah. Um, She regrets not actually sticking around for it because at the time she thought that it was production kind of like pulling strings. strings. And I'm sure Sandoval would have been egging that on because he needed to cover his ass, right? So like there's where there's smoke, there's, there's fire. fire. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but like this whole Raquel Tom Tom situation is really like, it's not surprising, but it's like so fascinating to watch Raquel just like making everything burn around her. The NBI bitch has really come for blood. But like <laughs> they it's killed like, her mother and she's out for blood. Yes. You know, dead. I mean, in the most recent episodes, we've seen. Raquel having her breakdown because she's not like the right age to be competing in pageants anymore. Yeah. She's clearly not over James. But also like girl move on who competes in pageants anymore. It's very like. This is all she has. The Donald Trump of it all. You know what I mean? (laughs) This is clearly all she has. And she doesn't seem like the brightest crayon in the box. And so she doesn't really have a lot of career aspirations. Yeah. And so it would be just to be on the television show, but she wouldn't be being paid the same amount as the biggest stars. No. So all she has is working still at Sir and potentially competing in these pageants to win money. Well, I was even saying to you this morning, I was like, Schwartz's apartment, like in the furniture and stuff. Shite. Shite. I'm like, how is my house nicer than yours? I question how much all of the Vanderpump cast is now getting paid based on like where they've landed post-divorce and like where they're living. I'm like, maybe they just don't get paid a lot and they rely like a lot on the exposure of the show for other partnerships on social media, Mm, right? True. I'm like kind of thinking and maybe it's like their other ventures, like their other brands and their other, you know, like Schwartz and Sandy. But like even I was thinking, like I was sitting there thinking today and I'm like, why do Schwartz and Sandoval need a business partner to back them? Like you would think they would financially be stable enough to open their own restaurant. Why do you need a third person? True. Why did you need somebody to buy the premises? Totally. And then to rent it off them. Yeah. Yeah. It's really strange. Yeah. They mustn't be making a lot of money. Because no. even Lala said it on her podcast the other day that she – um. She talks about like how it's so funny, like how she could bring people to her place and it's really just like a three-bedroom condo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she's very self-aware. Yeah. So they mustn't be making... A huge... And Lala even has her own separate streams of income through partnerships, through Give Them Lala Beauty, Give Them Lala Baby. Yeah. The whole shebang. Yeah. 
I wonder how successful those brands are. Like, obviously, you and I have never brought anything from, like... No. Because we're lucky enough to be inundated. I'm inundated via you. Yeah. <laughs> With beauty, you know. Um, I think that Lala would get a lot of money from her podcast um, ad- from advertising. Advertising. Yeah. yeah. From ad reads. Yeah. And from Instagram sponsorship. Insta- that's what I was thinking. Yeah, for and sure. And those other avenues might just be like a little bit of extra... Mm-hmm. Some, some, yeah, yeah. They just like just kind of cover themselves. Yeah, they don't really bring in a lot. I know, like a lot of the housewives, they'll capitalize off like, like stuff that's meme worthy, or like, and they'll make like shirts. You know what I mean? That's like one hundred and one. Mm. They'll make shirts and like they'll make a mozza off that. Yeah, you can make a good amount of money from that. Yeah, apparel. totally. Yeah, it's yeah. Wild. Mm-hmm. Um. So going back to the whole drama, um, they haven't. Fully wrapped season 10. It's airing currently. We don't know if it's fully wrapped, but we do know well, that they were coming back for the reunion. Yeah. Um, but now we, I guess, have confirmation that producers have rocked up outside Sandoval and Ariana's place. Yeah. Because And they were also summoned for interviews, all the cast, yeah. because Lala was meant to go on somebody else's podcast but cancelled mm-hmm. because she received the last minute summons, so they I had, guess. So they had wrapped and mm. I think they were about to film the reunion, like right. you said, and then this happened and producers have like ran to the studio, picked up their gear and they've like ran straight to the house. Um, good. Yeah, and I think the good thing about Vanderpump Rules versus Housewives is like they aren't that wealthy. So they don't have like a wall of lawyers to protect them from this kind of stuff where like they can just like not speak on it. Like they're kind of at the producer's mercy, which is horrible to say. But like it's really what propels the show, right? Mm. Um, And it's really, I think after Housewives, I would say Vanderpump sits as like the second most popular kind of like series off the back of most of the housewives and i'm sure it would outrank some of the housewives franchises even um only recently though because they obviously had that dip in season nine season eight and season nine were kind of like like, unwatchable yeah um but yeah it would be and it would be really interesting to see how it plays out i feel like it's just like i think what makes vanderpump rules so great is it's so raw Yeah, and also that they are actual friends in real life. And that's something the cast always talks about, how it is different from Housewives. Like, Housewives, these women wouldn't really... They would sort of associate with each other. Yeah, but not really friend-friend. Whereas these people hang out with each other. They go to each other's kids' birthdays. They spend time at each other's houses. Like... Even Dowdy was saying sh- on her, she kind of weighed in on the whole situation and she's obviously came out and she's like, me and Ariana are really good friends. I'm team Ariana. We've been good friends for years. I really want the I girls th- to come back as friends of. Bring Stacy and Kristen back as like friends of for this situation. Mm. Come on, Andy yeah. Cohen, please. I think Stacy's too far removed from the situation now to even be... Yeah. Just to give an opinion. Jax totally. and Brittany for sure. Yeah. Because Jax is so much a part of that storyline. Yeah. But Stassi, no. I rotten think, hell. Yeah, rotten hell. Um, but, yeah, it's it's such a... This is going to be so interesting for season 10, the end of season 10, the reunion, and then the fallout rolling into season 11. Yeah. Um, because this is what we were saying, is like Raquel is really trying to make herself a main cast She's member. She's trying to give main character energy, but you will forever be ensemble cast. Like, she yeah. is not a main character. It doesn't matter, like, how much shit you blow up. She's so boring. Mm. Like, Raquel is so boring. I'm sorry, like, the fun... And even, like, when I'm looking at James Kennedy this season and thinking, oh, my God, you're, like, the most level-headed male on this cast, there's a problem. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm actually really liking James Kennedy this season. And... Historically, I've hated, you know what I mean? Hated James Kennedy because I think his actions are vile. I think he can be like a horrible human being. I think there are good parts of James, but they're few and far between. I think we're seeing a lot more of the good this season. There's more growth, but James still knows how to cut. Totally. (laughs) James is 
savage. Yeah. Maybe the most savage person on the cast. You <laughs> like, know, I I know I said this last episode, but when he was just like, "Oh, love of my life," about Ali, like, yeah. and he said that to Raquel, and yeah. Raquel just Raquel just crumbles because yeah. she's like, "Oh, so our engagement meant nothing," and he's like, "Well, mm, that's why we're not together." I'm so glad I didn't marry you. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a British way of approaching it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so like just savage. Cold. That's what it yeah, is. it's very cold. It's very like forwards. Um but also like Raquel, why are you like why are you constantly talking to the girlfriend? I think it's so Oh yeah, going on to a slightly different subject, yeah. we see Raquel constantly having conversations with Ali, James's new girlfriend. Yeah. Um it, coming from the angle of wanting to give her advice and warn him, warn her about James and what he's really like. And it's yeah. like, Ali kind of knows, you yeah. know, she knows what she's gotten herself into. Um, why do you need to be responsible for, for being the whistleblower on James's behavior? Totally. You should just let the relationship go on. And, and I'm also a big believer that like James, well and truly this new relationship could have well and truly changed James. Mm. Like people are able to grow and maybe Raquel is, maybe that relationship was really toxic and we didn't see, and it was really toxic. Like we saw that, but like maybe we just didn't see Raquel's edit. Do you know what I mean? As much and like how toxic she was being. Like Mm. who knows? We don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like we only see what the cameras allow us to see. I don't think though that she was like, it's, uh, I don't think that there was, things that we weren't seeing from their relationship. I know that there were things, obviously, because you don't see it all, but I don't think that, like, on the down low, Raquel was, like, ever really a toxic person. I just think that now, because she is so clueless and she's really trying to find herself that now she's making all these terrible choices yeah i think that's what it is Mm. and that's why like this whole sandoval and her thing is just so like oh my fucking god it's like we almost didn't know that raquel had it in her yeah um so going back to this situation um james actually has been he's been very vocal since this all came out which has been you know much to our delight um everyone has been commenting on the situation like current and former cast members so like we said Kristen doty james kennedy lala with the permission of ariana yeah um ariana's brother ariana's brother like that sent me the comment like Mm. that sent me Yeah. yeah so i did screenshot it so i'll read it out so Uh, Jeremy Maddox commented on the TMZ screenshot talking about the split and he said it's funny to watch people's social climb and be so fake that they're willing to shit on people that are supposed to be their best friend, quotation marks, a term that gets thrown around around very often around here. All just to come up or have some sort of storyline. This lifestyle and this group is beyond toxic and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. All just for clout from, from a corny ass network like Bravo TV. Tom's <laughs> a tryhard having a midlife crisis with his cringy band and Raquel has faked her way to the top trying to make something of her life. Willing to step on whoever to get there, starting with James. Sellout type lame shit. Let's all remember that Raquel was a fan of the show before all of this. Does anyone pay attention? T. That was the biggest drag, I think, out of everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tom Sandoval's going to be having a – he's supposed to be playing tonight. Yeah, he's got a show. With his band, mm-hmm. which who knows if it'll go ahead. I'm so interested to see, like, the crowd's reaction. Because you would assume, like, a big bulk of his fans would be Vanderpump Rules They would fans. only be Vanderpump <laughs> Rules Literally. viewers. Because they're not there for the music boom. Nobody would know who he is outside no. of this show, for no. sure. And um, both Lala and James have kind of egged on people yeah. going that they should ach- – like chant Ariana yeah. or, and Tom, uh, James also said that they should throw tomatoes. Throw tomatoes. Dead. I'm dead. And he um, like gave a tutorial. He was like, make sure you squeeze it. <laughs> so when you throw it, it's extra juicy. <laughs> um, and James also commented that the affair has allegedly been going on for seven months. Very specific happening under Sandoval and Ariana's roof whilst Ariana was sleeping, putting the beginning of the fair around July and August. Yeah. So this is interesting because remember, like they've been talking a lot about how um, Raquel supposedly hooked up with Schwartz at Coachella. Yeah. Schwartz was never at Coachella, but who was Tom Sandoval. Tom Sandoval. There are pictures of Raquel with Tom Sandoval. She's on his shoulders yeah. in the crowd. There is the selfie on them on her Instagram account, which I actually saw before I actually ever watched the show. 
Yeah. And I thought that it was like a little couple, couple shot. shot. Um, so then this would mean that it was actually Tom Sandoval that Raquel hooked up with at Coachella. Yeah. And that Schwartz was a decoy. I also think, just saying, I wouldn't put it past the Toms for this to be like, this is so vulgar. They have each other's backs. Anyway. And they, I wouldn't put this past like a devil's threesome, just saying. Raquel, Raquel and the Toms, I wouldn't put it past them. I would. I don't think that they would do that, but I think that um, they blindly have each other's backs and yeah. that if Sandoval said, I need you to take this, that Schwartz would say Schwartz yes. Schwartz would say yes. Because yeah. he's already divorced. He's already divorced. So he's got nothing so to like, lose. like, what's he got to lose? 100%. Exactly. Yeah. That's disgusting. Mm. So that makes Schwartz just as bad as Sandoval. Just saying. Yeah. And we know oh. Schwartz is a man baby and I hate him. So, Tim Katie. <laughs> I watched um, watch What Happens Live this morning with Sheena and Raquel and there was a question where they asked which of the Toms they found more attractive and Raquel actually said Sandoval and everybody was a bit shocked. <gasps> Damn. And so was I, but not really because I'd already found out the news, but I was yeah. like, oh, there's a tell. Tea. Um, and then there's also a rumor that Sheena got into a physical altercation with Raquel following their appearance on Watch What Happens Live yeah. because Raquel told Sheena what had happened and this is also the same evening that Ariana allegedly saw the sex between Sandoval and Raquel. Man, Sheena is looking like boo-boo the fool right now. And of course, like, Sheena's going to ride for Ariana though. Like, I feel like Sheena and Ariana's friendship is really like, because Ariana was the only person that fucked with Sheena for a really They long were time. best friends. That's yeah. how Ariana got introduced on the show is That's that right. she was Sheena's best, best friend. friend. So it's like, And worked know. at Villa Blanca. Yeah. 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 So it's, um, of course, Sheena's going to have her back and like very, I don't condone physical violence, but like I condone Sheena to finding out and defending her friend. And I'm assuming... I don't know if Sheena has it in her to get physical with somebody. No. So I don't know if I believe that, but yeah. I can definitely believe that there would have been a yelling match. There would have been yelling and fingers, I think. Yeah, I for think sure. there would have been some fingers. Maybe a hair pull. No. I don't know. No. I feel Maybe like Raquel instigated. Maybe Raquel instigated the altercation. Mm. I would think Raquel wouldn't have it in her. But no. I really only expect that from Lala. <laughs> Lala will get yeah. like, will get physical with it she yeah. and she has and we've yeah. seen it um yeah maybe kristen would as well oh kristen 100 percent would get physical but she would yeah yeah she did yeah we have so many yeah so many good episodes of yeah. Dodie getting true, in on getting physical yeah for sure God, with um, everyone. lala has now also deleted photos of her and raquel she screen recorded it um and showed it on her stories of her going through and deleting the photo from the photo shoot of Give Them Lala Beauty with her and Raquel. Dead. Um, and then Give Them Lala Beauty has also put the Bambi Eyed Bitch palette on clearance. <gasps> <laughs> Shady. She wants it gone. Like Get I rid. cannot wait for the end of this season. I know. Uh, and the reunion. I can't wait for the reunion. Like this is fucking. I can't wait for season 11. Yeah. I want 10 to be done now. Like, it's like, I want to get to season This 11. is awful for Ariana for sure. Like, yeah. I cannot, I can, I mean, you know, like, we know what it, how much it hurts to be cheated on. Totally. But for this to be happening on a public stage. Horrible. Awful. But you know what? I think, like, I'm happy for Ariana because oh, she's I, free. She's free, right? And it's like, I think obviously the heartbreak of it all and doing it on a public forum, horrible, wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. But I think the fact that this is like freeing her and vindicating so many people that said Sandoval was like a piece of shit. Like remember when she was going to do the cocktail book and he like inserted himself in on that? Yeah. And she was like, I just want to do it myself. Yeah. And I just can't wait for the sandwich shop to open. Exactly. Like what are the sandwich names going to be now? Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, excited. The Rotten Hell sandwich. Rotten Hell. Rotten, Rotten hell. hell. So that is our. That's the tea. Yeah, and I obviously like things will develop because like um, we didn't say this, but it's Saturday when we're recording, so we've just found this out. We'll it release. Has literally just. Yeah. All this stuff has just come it out. It came out this morning for us. So and we normally release the episode on Tuesday, so things will develop. Yeah. Um, and so by the time you hear this episode, we may have just like put updates on TikTok and on Instagram. Yeah. So. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. Um, but let's move on to our next story. You want to take this one? A little bit of Dubai bling news. 
Oh, yeah, Dubai Bling. Uh, so this also happened this morning as well. Ibrahim from Dubai Bling has notably gotten married to a woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> same-sex marriage is not legal in Dubai. Gotten married to a woman. We do not know who this unknown woman is. Because he posted a carousel and it's only photos <laughs> it's of only him. Only photos of him, of course. Um, but he has been teasing that he's had a partner. He has this like little toy on his dashboard i don't know what like a bubble head really random but he would always be like this reminds me of you this reminds me of you my love my love and it's like that could literally be anyone anyone right um but yeah ibrahim has married because i know i translated the arabic and it says wife so um yeah a woman it's interesting congrats congrats (laughs) to ibrahim and his wife wife and his beard. Yeah, um, I hope that makes it onto Dubai, 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 Dubai bling. bling. Well, I feel like that's why they're probably not showing the wife. I feel like oh, this will it'll be, be a, a reveal. This will be a reveal. It'll be a plot line. And I wonder if they will show the shot Imagine on everybody's face. I Dead. Halas. I'm dead. So that's iconic. Um, and the most random news, but I read this this morning and I sent it to you. Shaka Khan has reignited her beef with Mary J. Blige. Um, this so was beef that we did not know really no, existed. No, this was beef we didn't know existed <laughs> and it's like generational. So it's really interesting. It spans like decades. So the feud with Shaka Khan and Mary J. Blige was ignited in 1992 when Mary J. Blige covered Shaka Khan's song Sweet Thing. And Shaka often said that Sweet Thing was the song that Mary J. Blige fucked up. The pair mended their relationship in 2007 and even recorded a song together called Disrespectful. But in a recent interview with Los Angeles Magazine's podcast, The Originals, Khan confirmed that Mary J did indeed fuck up Sweet Thing and said she even told it to her face directly. After she told Mary J Blige that her vocals were flat, Mary said, oh girl, I've been up late and it was eight in the morning, girl. So basically making an excuse for why her vocals were flat. And Shaka said, I said, girl, you don't sing nothing at eight in the motherfucking morning, especially if you have to get up to sing it. If you'd been up all night smoking crack or something, I don't know, it might have been a whole different thing, but you don't get up at eight in the morning to sing, girl. But she and I have that kind of relationship. We can talk, you know, I love her. She loves me. We don't have a problem. Now the press would love to be making it a motherfucking problem. Rolling Stone has released their controversial 200 Greatest Singers list. Um, Shaka Khan was on it at 29th and Mary J. Blige was on it as 25th. And normally we wouldn't think anything of it. We'd be like, okay, cool. But Shaka Khan has some words. Shaka Khan has really come out swinging. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. She's said, quote unquote, Rolling Stones are blind as a motherfucking bat. They need hearing aids. And then (laughs) she said, these must be the children of Helen Keller. (laughs) And I can't. I like literally can't. I can't because that is the biggest read of the century. Um, For those of you who know who Helen Keller is, she's notoriously blind and deaf and somehow... Notoriously. Notoriously. Notoriously blind and deaf. Um, And she... She started a school, yeah, yeah, so she um, was born blind, born blind and, deaf. and deaf and then she somehow got her sight and hearing, and hearing back, back and yeah. then um, opened up a school for the blind. The blind, yeah. I believe, I'm recounting this all though from a children's book that my auntie made me <laughs> read when I was six yeah. about Helen Keller, but she yeah. is a notable figure um, in history. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And she did a lot of work to help like blind and deaf children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that at the end of the interview as well, at the end of the podcast, um, Shaka Khan says, in the end of the day, I didn't know about this list until you guys brought it up anyway. So it clearly means nothing to me. Um, but she just raged. Slay. She raged. <laughs> she raged. She slayed and then she left. Um, we also know Mariah Carey was number five. I don't know who number one was though. Um, Adele got 22. Wild. Beyonce was number eight. Okay. Um, where was Christina Aguilera? <laughs> Whitney Houston was number two. And then I think Celine Dion was number... Oh, no. Celine Dion was not number one. No. I don't know. I don't know who number one was. They didn't yeah. put it in the article. But, no. like, I don't know. The great the Rolling Stones lists I don't n- really subscribe to anyway. Also, Rolling Stones is, like, 
I don't know. I just don't feel like they have the cultural relevance that they once did in the early 2000s. So I'm not trusting them as far as I can. You sound like The Weeknd. Oh. The Weeknd came out um, and uh, read Rolling Stone to filth because he was defending the gratuitous sex scenes that are in his upcoming uh, TV series created by Sam whatever his name oh, is, from yeah. Luf- Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah. Interesting. The show Idol. Um, yeah. It's the TV show that he's done with uh, Lily Rose Depp. Okay. But there are people who have come out and said uh, that the show kind of glorifies like rape fantasies <gasps> a little bit because yeah. it's kind of part of the storyline that the main uh, female lead gets assaulted but comes back for more from her Abuser. Abuser because it's supposedly like, uh, I can't even talk. It supposedly like makes her more inspired and it helps with her music development. Okay, that's kind of really toxic. Yeah. So The weekend has come out to defend it. Because it was Rolling Stone that came out with a piece talking about it. Um, But whatever. Oh, that's spicy and salacious. Mm. I can't wait Um, to hear more about that. Yeah. I will watch the show. Yeah. I want to see what it's about. Sounds gross. Gross. But I do want to watch. I have the ick hearing that. But like I would like to see contextually. Like I think like it's hearing that. Black and white, I'm like, oh, disgusting. But like, yeah. yeah. But I think I would want to watch just the first episode just to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the last thing that I wanted to talk about was a little bit of like a rabbit hole that I've been on since we spoke last week about Selena Gomez and Hayley Bieber. Yeah. And that whole drama is I did go on like a little rabbit hole on TikTok with all these people comparing interviews of Selena speaking about something and Hayley also basically like parroting her in another interview and then copying everything Selena does. And they're basically saying that Haley is like, she's, she was a fan of Justin Bieber. Haley's single white femaleing Selena. Yes. Thank you for summarizing that. For me. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So there's like uh, interviews where Selena gets asked, like, what do you want, wish people knew about you? And her go-to thing is to say my heart. Um, and then there was an episode of Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon where Haley was asked, "What do you you know? What is your hope from doing this? I don't know TV show or something." Yeah. Or and she was like, "I wish people just knew my heart." And it's like, yeah, get your you, own personality. Yeah. Um, and I but I will say though, like, and I've said this about Haley for ages. It's my relationship with Haley. Bieber is a very strange one. Haley Baldwin. Haley Baldwin. Um, my relationship with her is a very strange one because I think like I'm enamored by the things she does. Like you and I are very excited to try Road. Um, but I think she's kind of boring. Like I think she's so boring. She's very much like a blank canvas to me. I'm like, what is going on in there? Like, I don't know anything about you. Why would I be obsessed with you? Mm. But I'm also kind of obsessed with her. She's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Very stunning. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's a what is so appealing about her is we really don't know that much about her. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Like she's very she's very strategic about like the she feeds you a little bit, she gives you a crumb, Mm. but you want the whole sandwich. You know what I mean? But she's not giving it to you. She's feeding you crumb by crumb. Mm, And that's probably her biggest you know, strength, I think. Um, but currently I'm on the hate train because I'm obviously always going to be a Selena stan, you know? Selena stans are so toxic, though. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm like a fully blown Selena stan. No. I was off Selena when the whole Taylor Swift Selena versus the girlies narrative was going on. I was like, y'all are being bitches. I was off Selena and I was mm. off Taylor. I don't know if I fully recovered with Taylor. Like, I don't know if I fully, like, I wouldn't call myself a Taylor stan by any means. Sorry, Mon, if you're listening to this episode. I mean, like, I never fully participated in the Taylor conversations. I was really only there for the Jake Gyllenhaal of it all. Yeah. Um, But I appreciate Taylor as an artist and I think she's a genius. I think she's so talented. Yeah. Yeah. Musically, I'm like, I do really like, I'm not like that obsessed with the latest album everyone loved it i love it you love it yeah um i actually like her last couple of albums but this is like a conversation that taylor fans often have is like what side of 
Taylor music or the catalog do you sit on? Whether it's like the more poppy R and B, yeah, you know, radio friendly kind of stuff, yeah, which is me very yeah, much. Or do you well. like more of her folky like See, it's romantic funny. songs? I sit on that. I sit on the R and B side, but I think one of my favorite songs she has is from Folklore. Mm. It's that one. The more that you say, the less I know. Oh, I love that song. It's just like so. But that, but that doesn't have like a full folky edge to no. it. It does have that like easy listening it pop does. kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. But it is quite like, I'm like, girl, I could be listening to this on like the turn of the century. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I could be in the 1500s, a pilgrim, <laughs> you know? Um, but like, it's also. You are you as Kim Kardashian <laughs> in the pilgrim dress. <laughs> Dead pilgrim thought. Um. But, like, I do like that certain songs of Taylor Swift's like that. Um, that other song, been saying yes instead of no. I don't know. You're going too far into Taylor's yeah. catalogue for um, me. But, like, I do like some of those slower songs. But, yeah, the most recent, like, I like Lavender Haze. But I think... I, I, that random, like the random collab she did, Snow on the Beach with Lana Del Rey. Oh, with Ray. Lana Del Rey, where like, you, can't you can't even, even hear. hear Lana Del Rey. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I was waiting the whole song and I was like, I didn't hear Lana. She's backing um, vocals, but yeah. filtered so much that you filtered can't so even much hear that you her. can't even tell. Mm. Um, but yeah. But um, Taylor yeah, song. it's um interesting with the whole Selena Haley conversation Haley's and that conversation. she has been copying her this whole time. There's also a tattoo, two tattoos. So there is a G that Selena has behind her ear for her sister Gracie. Yeah, and she got it, I think, like early, like 2012 or something like that. And then um, Haley got it a few years later. She yeah. got a G behind her ear. Yeah, yeah, and it was supposedly for the daughter of one of the leaders of Hillsong. Who was ill. Okay. Why would you do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she also recently got a J on her wedding finger to commemorate their wedding anniversary. Yeah. But the cursive that they used is also similar to a ring that Justin bought Selena. That is a J. Oh, ick. It's yeah. creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. She's single white femaleing her. But it's also like if this wasn't true, because I wasn't willing to accept that it was true. I'm I love how you said. <laughs> Sorry, I love how you said Selena stands a toxic five seconds ago, but you've been down full blown. But I'm, uh, yeah, full don't blown rabbit hole. But I'm not defending her. Sorry, <laughs> but I'm not, I and no, I you're never not. have. You're not. you're not. I know because I'm a Selena fan. I'm not you a stan because I don't you blindly are. just support her. No, I don't blindly support anyone though. I no. think because like, we're adults. <laughs> we're like we're like normal functioning adults. I feel like blindly standing anyone. I'm like always two sides of the story. Yeah. I know you hate horoscopes, but I very much believe it's like, cause I'm a crazy Aries sun. I should probably just be like really salacious, but I feel like my Libra moon balances me. Oh, cause Jesus like, <laughs> cause Libras always say two, it's about seeing things with a diplomat. It's about seeing things with a critical yeah, eye, which is something totally. that I have had to learn over the years because I yeah. would, I would blindly, accept people for what they presented to me. And yeah. that's how I would get hurt in situations with friends, yeah. um, with partners where I didn't mm -hmm. see them for what they were. So yeah. you learn to become critical over the years. Totally. So that's why I wasn't willing to believe right away that Haley is like really copying Selena. But yeah. the more I'm presented with the evidence, yeah, you know, and also Justin's silence is very telling. And I know yeah. he would have PR people being like, do Don't not say, say a anything because it yeah. doesn't help him to get involved. But I feel like Justin's just silent generally now. Like Cancelling concerts. Yeah, like, he's so like under the radar. Like mm. I can't remember the last... Like, everything is so Haley focused But he's just, like, watching her be messy and not saying anything out yeah. loud. Being like, stop attacking my wife. Yeah. You know? But now he's just... He's probably behind the scenes being like... Um, I'm done. <laughs> you gotta stop. You gotta stop. I'm dead. Wild. But yeah. that's that's the latest on Interesting. that. I can't wait to see as more unfolds. Because as we know, Selena's been, like weirdly kind of messy on social media as well mm -hmm. like she'll she'll say we're like she's, she'll be like we're fine and then she'll like like someone's really shady comment about or, comment, or about. comment about it yeah saying like the 
diametrical opposite of what she had just said five seconds ago. So it's very interesting to see. I'm sure her publicist is like, girl, put that motherfucking phone down. I do not want to see you send another like or another comment to another human mm-hmm. being. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see how it unfolds. Because we've also had um, Pia Mia enter the chat and also Jordan. Yep. And Jordan, we spoke about this on our TikTok. If you're not following it, please go and follow. At womanfuzzy um, underscore podcast yep. on TikTok. Yep. Yes. Um. So Pia entered the chat seemingly supporting Rare Beauty um, and Jordan also. Jordan Woods, former BFF of Kylie, Kylie. who was excommunicated for hooking up with Tristan Thompson. Yeah. But you know what? I think Jordan's is a reach. Pia's is not. So what Jordan had posted on Snapchat, it looked like, was her um, doing her lips. Mm -hmm. um, And apparently people were asking what shade she was wearing and it happened to be Rare Beauty. Yeah. And the shade was Kind Words, which it's not. um, That's the name of the range. Yeah. Um, But her posting Rare Beauty is apparently... Is shady. Yeah. But I also think Jordan Woods would do it for like the drama of it all. I don't think Pia Mia would. Pia Mia used a uh, a Selena song yeah. when she posted her TikTok and was yeah. doing a Get Ready With Me and she was using Rare Beauty. Yeah. So that's where people that's are like... probably a little bit more, you know what I mean? Obvious that it's like... But both of them have left that friendship group. Yeah. You know, they were really close with Kylie yeah. and then we, we know why Jordan Woods left. We do not we know why Pia Mia. We don't know why Pia Mia did. Yeah. Which I'm really excited to hear more because I am a little bit of like so random, but I am a PMEA stan. <laughs> she just had so much promise when it came to totally. her music career. And she's stunning. Like she's so beautiful. Let's do it again. Only better than a one night stand. Bob, I'm going to listen to that on the way home. Um, but yeah, I think um, stay tuned, guys. We'll keep you in the loop. Yeah. The second we find out, you'll find out. But that's our episode for today, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, I was like, are you I'm not doing the outro. I am not. You have such like a phobia of doing the outro. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us today, guys. Um, Please give this, if you've loved this app, sorry, I should say, please give us five stars. Um, You can also come follow us on social media if you're not already. That is on Instagram, womanfuzzy underscore podcast. And TikTok is also womanfuzzy underscore podcast. Um, you can also follow me and Amelia personally. I am at Shanino underscore and Amelia is at Amelia Singson. Yes. And I know we didn't talk about maths this episode, but I have ignited a conversation on my own personal Instagram page about the behavior. Of, yes. You've been um, quite vocal this week. I have. So I didn't talk about it this episode, but... Come find me on IG and yeah. we can talk about it. And we'll probably talk more about maths next week. Next week. This is just yeah. a very VPR heavy episode. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.